respectfully disagree podcast. <sighs> Buckle up. Buckle up today, man. Got C with me, man. Welcome back to the show, dog. Appreciate it, man. What's third or fourth time at this point, I think? It's been a minute, Yeah, it though. might be more than that. I don't know. Well, I'm back. Welcome back. We sitting here getting us some uh, football in, uh, praying on these tickets. Parlays. Man. But uh, today, dog, like, we just going to chill. No real agenda, per se. Just conversation. And that conversation is going to center around... Drake. Drake. And the album, the reaction from the album, and all the shenanigans that's going on in the world of social media, as well as really all media, radio, Mm -hmm. podcasts, and it's like, I don't even know where I want to start at yet, because I have a lot that I want to discuss but before we dive into everybody else's reactions, I want to hear your thoughts overall just on the project itself. What type of expectations did you have? Because they had rolled out the title of the album weeks ago, months ago. Right. And I guess everybody had that expectation that this is going to be, quote unquote, the old Drake and he's just going to go in and. The title, people felt misled by the title. What were your expectations? What were your initial thoughts on that first listen? I think for me, it's more so about when I listen to Drake, I really have like high expectations as far as like who's going to be on the album, how many songs, what lane he's going to go in. I just always felt like he's going to come with something that's going to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But also with every album that he's ever dropped, for me, that album always grew on grew on me over time. It grew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The first listen, it's like, okay, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Because even with the intro, uh, I'm used to him rapping on the intro. That's the first thing that stood out on the album. He wasn't rapping instantly. He was singing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you go through, then you go to the features. Features threw me off. Definitely threw me off because there was a several that I was like, I have no idea who this is. You know, so it's like, you think he's on tour. How long has he put, you know, how much time has he put into the album? Mm -hmm. You know, and just kind of, he's come, I feel like he's dropped, he's dropped so much music though too. So are we getting new records? Are we getting old records? You know what? I I never thought about that. That's a great question. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot. I mean, a lot goes into it. But overall, for me, like even if I had to rate it like right now, I would honestly rate the album like an eight for me. Out of Um, ten? Eight out of ten. You know what? Honestly, that's fair. Eight out of ten. Because normally, I'll say this. When I used to work in the office, I was allowed to wear my headphones. Mm -hmm. So I was more in tune with music. The soon as it dropped, because I'm already at work, six o'clock in the morning, boom, whatever released at midnight or whenever right. it drops, I'm like first thing in the morning. It's like mm-hmm. cool, I'm gonna go check it out. Where now, based on my position, I work from home. I'm in meetings a lot, or I gotta be ready to. If anybody's like, hey, I need to call you, I gotta be available for that. So, in terms of music, I don't get to listen to it as frequently as I want to. Yeah. So I hadn't heard it yet, mm-hmm. but I was looking at all the reactions 
not only, you know, uh, shade room, this and that, but amongst my peers, because right. I have a lot of friends that are considered diehard Drake yeah. fans. And even they was like, man, I don't know about this one. Yeah. I don't know about that. I was like, man, it can't be that bad. So later on that, uh, I want to say maybe Saturday, me and my wife was riding around and I was like, here, I'm going to put it on. So I'm listening to it. And like you just said, it started out. It just caught you off guard. Right. And even she was like, ah, change it. Like put something else. I was like, no, nah, I want to hear. It. I want to soak it in. So my initial reaction was like the first half of it. Ah, typical Drake, whatever. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got to the last half of it, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, dog, like this legit got some bops on it. Like, yeah. This goes. Even the sexy red track was catchy. Like, yeah. And I'm sitting there, I was like, man, I was like, what is wrong with people? And he's like, nah, bro. I was like, I turned it off. Everybody kept saying they turned it off. High expectation. And I'm like, nah, man, y'all got to listen to it. So my argument that weekend that it came out was, why did y'all have these high expectations? Like, to me, it's typical Drake. Right. Like, Drake has never given us a straight bars all the way through. And I tell people, to me, he has the perfect formula. Perfect formula. Like. Perfect. And I was talking to Dante. Shout out Dante. I was hoping he would be on here. But you know what I'm saying? I wanted to have this conversation while it was still a somewhat trending topic. Because me and him was talking about the Joe Budden reaction or whatever. Mm -hmm. And our conversation was geared more towards the hip hop part of the conversation. And we'll touch on that. I get your thoughts on that. But I'm saying to myself, it's like you either are doing music because you love music or you're doing music because you love the business aspect of it, the the money making aspect Mm -hmm. of it. And I feel like for him, he gives you the best of both worlds. Yeah. He knows what it takes. Yeah. He's a student of the game though. Exactly. He's a student. Even going back to 2008, 2009 when I was still in college and you know, you see him online and there's like old videos of him growing up with, I think they was kind of giving a tour of his home or whatnot, like his child home or whatever. And he had all these notebooks filled with lyrics Oh wow! See, that's the part I didn't know. That's why no. I say I don't. I don't put myself in that box you know of saying? a diehard. Just feel, like just filled with lyrics, and he's a student where he, you know, Jay Z fan, Kanye fan, Clips fan. Even though his situation with Pusha T, he was a Clips fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just you have all that, and then you like you said, every album from 2009 all the way up until now is like it's progression. He gets better, and he pushes it to something different every single time. Yeah. So he got something for everybody. He got a song for everybody. He's global. Thank you. Because that's the part that I really couldn't understand. And I get it. Joe Buttons has a famous podcast. Mm -hmm. That's his lane now. Right. And I do feel like nobody is exempt from having their music reviewed or whatever the case need be. 
but I feel like they were out of pocket trying to suggest what type of music he should put out. Oh, you finna be 30, whatever. You should be doing music for this now. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like going back to what I just said. It's like he he has the formula. And if right now we're in that era of everything is being streamed, mm-hmm. short attention spans, club music, house music. If I know that I can create something that's going to fit in with whatever these waves are, why wouldn't I adapt to what's going on in my surroundings? Right. To me, that highlights the creativity and it highlights, to me, like, that shows you the key words you just use, global. Right. Just, just like a little quick fun fact for the dogs, the album, right? Spotify and Apple Music, okay? His release set a record for most streams on the first day. On Spotify Music, he sold what Spotify Music, it was streamed over a hundred million times. On Apple Music, it was streamed over a hundred million times. Two different platforms. Yeah. So I understand the criticism because when you have over 200 million listeners, you're going to have a lot of criticism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he understands the game. Like if you not to go too deep, not to go too far left so quick, but if you listen to the song away from home on the album, it's towards the end. It's the, I think it's a song before the last song. Okay. He says a lyric in the song. He asks, uh, who's the CEO of universal. You remember that? part? I remember that. And he mentions a name. Which is the guy, thanks like Lucy and something like that. I might have mispronounced his name, but he is the CEO of Universal. But the next bar, he said, you know, who's the one filling up the, the piggy bank? It's Drake. Because back last year, when he re signed with Universal, they signed the deal for $400 million. Yeah. Because he knows the game, he has the blueprint. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I'm just like, the part that that rubs me the wrong way in regards to the criticism and things like that and it's like i get it for certain people once you hit a certain age you have a different taste for music and you are mentally in a whole different lane compared mm-hmm. to all right, we was in college. We going to the parties. We little right. John. We like right. energetic, this and that. So the older you get, the more you just kind of want to sit back, visualize things or whatever. But I'm saying yeah. to myself, he still gives you both in his own unique way. Right. And it wasn't until yesterday I'm out here, you know, working in the yard. I got the headphones on. The first time I listened to it, I was in the car. Mm-hmm. But now I got my headphones on, not a care in the world. It's just me and the music. music. And I'm soaking in everything that he's saying. I'm listening to the flow of the album. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, bro, like, this is dope. Yeah. Like, this is a solid project start to finish. You just got to soak it in. But what I'm saying in regards to people in this hip-hop thing, it's like, 
people don't want you to change. People expect you to be the same artist that you've always been. And that's the part that I don't, I don't necessarily agree with because in response to what Joe Budden is saying is like, you should be rapping about this type of music or even the lady. I don't know if you saw the breakfast club the other day, yesterday, the chick they had on there. I didn't see it. So they brought somebody in they was doing an interview and she was like, I can't be a Drake fan no more. Uh, when I first fell in love with Drake, I was young in college. Okay. I saw it. Okay. You saw, saw the clip, clip or whatever, but I'm saying to myself, it's like, why are you expecting him to adapt to your yeah. life yeah. as you've matured or whatever? I was like, if the goal is to make music, then you should be trying to appeal to all ages that, yeah. you know, uh, it's appropriate for them to listen to. We'll right. just say 17 and up. Right. So it's like, what expectations are you all trying to have? Like, I think, like, I think, I, I think I told you though too, where it's like, I feel like we're getting older. We're, you know, we're close to, we're in the same generation as Drake. We basically at his age. Mm-hmm. So we're getting older, but his audience is getting younger, but there are at least what's like what? 21 tracks on something like I think that. they said 23, 21 or 23. Yeah. There's at least 17 tracks for everybody individually. Nice. I don't care. I don't care. Anybody said so like, but like you, I'm going to use the word you use visualize. Like when I listen to the music, it takes me somewhere. Mm-hmm. I can name situations in my mind. I can see situations in my head and moments and time. Just listen to different music you know what i'm saying just i mean listening just listening to the music and whatnot so it's like it's always interesting and plus with the whole joe button thing i don't know if you know this part but i'm pretty sure dante could attest to this too though but years ago before drake really took off like probably like 2010 yeah 2010 was when thank thank me later came out him and joe button used to hang around used to hang with each other a little bit Mm -hmm. before he took off so when Joe Button gets used his platform to give his opinion to his audience to say something negative about the work, the effort, the time, the energy that Drake put into a project, I understand Drake's response publicly. Facts. I get it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like you came at me a certain way publicly when both of them do communicate in the DMs on Instagram because what happened, I think the next day, Joe Button did come back and he shared a little conversation that him and Drake had in the DM. I saw parts of that. I was actually looking for that full episode and we all know how long his podcast and stuff are. And it's like, (laughs) I'm like, bro, like, nah, like I'll start and kind of skip around Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I couldn't find, I don't know if that would, it hadn't been uploaded yet where he was reading the messages or whatnot. Cause I was kind of interested in that, but sticking to where, where you're at because that was going to be one of my talking points anyway. It's like, I don't understand why people feel like Drake shouldn't have had that reaction. If I'm right. putting my heart and soul into something and I know that thus far I've been successful with it. Yes. Joe Button is entitled to a critique and give his opinion and share whatever he wants to. But like you said, once you start questioning my work ethic, my motives, my lyrics, my features, who I'm catering to. Like, now you stepping into 
this is personal territory. Why not like, just ask the question before making the assumption? That's fair. But that happens in real life every day with people, right? Yeah. Instead of us asking a direct question like, hey, Drake, well, like, you know, what was like, what was your motivation for this album? Mm-hmm. You know, well, my son, Adonis, you know, he wants to hear me rap a little bit more like, you know, for him and his friends. You know what I'm saying? It could be anything. Right. Or I'm just having fun. I didn't I didn't did everything. Exactly. And I, I honestly like I, I feel like at that point, it's fair game. Like, yes. Like I just said, he should be able to sit on his podcast and critique it, mm-hmm. discuss the beats, discuss the fe- uh, features, give his take on it. But I also feel like Drake is entitled to defend his work. Right. And sidebar, it's like you are in the stocks. You day trade or you do all of that. You have more knowledge, more experience. You're more successful than me in that lane because I got burnt with with the crypto space jumping off the edge. But that's literally like me sitting on this podcast and it's like, bruh, you and your stocks and you doing this right. and doing that. And it's like, <laughs> you have every right to say, man, shut the hell up, bro. You you only invested in crypto and we see how that's going. Shut your ass up. That's literally how I viewed that. Yeah. And at that point, there's nothing that I can say because I don't even have a track record to defend my critique of you. And that's why I feel like, you know, Drake is like, bro, you had to leave music yeah. to do podcast if you have all these answers for what people should be doing then why aren't you taking your own advice and i'm just like how do people not understand that yeah and plus like like i said even just their whole relationship friendship or whatnot it's always different too kind of like you know just using the same example you just said about the stock market it's like if i'm talking about your podcast publicly amongst other people and we're all laughing at you that's personal yeah you know what I'm saying? It's personal. Yeah. Like you can't, yeah. Like you said, you can have your opinion. Just like Drake, just like Drake said to him in the DM. Like, if you don't like my music, that's fine. Just keep it to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, when you getting around other people and you laughing amongst your peers, and then you got your followers listening to what you're saying, mm-hmm. it's like you're trying to push a narrative out there about. Cause they, cause some of you did say it's like, well, Drake's like younger women. That's which I don't really understand that part of him bringing it up to him, but. You know, it's just like you just pushing the narrative on other stuff outside the music. Everything is keeping music. Exactly. You know. At that point, it's fair game. But that's what I'm saying. It's like this whole label of what is hip hop that ain't real and I want to hear this and I want to hear that. And it's like people have to understand. Okay, this is just my opinion. But people have to understand that, like I was saying earlier, there's music to show your passion, mm-hmm. storytelling. These are personal tracks, songs, things that I came up with, lyrics. But then you have, I'm trying to move a crowd. Right. I'm trying to go around the world and do shows. Right. Which means that I have a wide variety of, in that audience, mm-hmm. male, female, young, old, all of the above. I have to make music that caters to everybody in the room so that when they come to this show, everybody in the room has a good time. 
And I feel like that's what's wrong with our culture. Right. Like we want to put everybody in this box and they're only supposed to make music that caters to our ears. So I have a question for you. What do you think is Drake's most streamed song today in in his whole catalog? Ooh. I know the answer to it. So, like, you can like his top three songs, whatever, out of all the Drake songs that you heard. If I just had to get, like. You just guess. Because he got a large-ass catalog. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to give you a hint. It ties into what you just said. Catering to people. I'm going to definitely put God's plan up there. It's, it's his third. Dang. I, I was shooting at number one. Hell. It's his third. Um, God's plan. I feel like during that time, Hotline Bling. It's number two. Did well globally. Like, mm-hmm. there's like everybody enjoyed that one. Yep. It's number two. Um, God's plan. Hotline Bling. Um, I don't know. One dance. One dance. Which one is that? I don't want to sing it, but uh, uh, no, no, no. I pray. I pray. I want a one dance. I want to see in my hands. Oh, Lord, you but there it is too. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like one dance. He has such a wide variety. In terms of music. Yes, it. You know, I completely forgot about that one. Yep. So even with that, it's like. And it goes back to what you just said, though. Caters to the world. That's a global. Exactly. Highline Bling, global. God's plan, definitely global. And I'm saying to you, like, the the perfect recipe for me off of this new project was the track with Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. It's like to us, a regular listener, whatever, right. and I don't mean to single out African Americans or whatever, but it's like he jumps on the track, he's speaking Spanish, Spanish. or whatever it is. And yeah. I don't want to hear this shit, turn this shit out. But I'm like, Latin music is also one of the biggest markets yeah. currently. Yeah. Like, so for him to be able to create music that every culture, is going to enjoy. I don't understand why we can't accept it. Either you like it or you don't. Right. And I'm like, if the goal is to sell records and to make a career selling records, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's the gold standard, bro. Like he's able to do features with everybody. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I learned something. I didn't know J. Cole didn't have a number one. A number yeah, one record. Record. No, he right. He had a number one album, but right. he had no record. Yeah. So I'm saying to myself, I'm like, even with that track, everybody just kept trying to make them go at each other. Oh, that's he killed one of my him. least that's that. actually one of my least favorite tracks on the album. And I like I had to soak it in. Like, don't get me wrong. Cole's verse was tough. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you listen to what Drake was saying, my take on that is I don't have to prove shit. Right. He ended it perfect. I'm one away from Mike. Beat it. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was just like, I heard that one in the car. I didn't even need to hear it in my headphones <laughs> to be like, you know what? Like, dog, 
that is like, what else do you want? Right. But the hip hop thing, like I'm, I'm stuck on that because I, I really want to drive that home. It's like, we keep saying that we want real lyrics. We want real this. We want real that. And I'm saying to myself, do you really? Did you like Killer Mike's album? Mm. I didn't check that one. I didn't check. So when I said I didn't check that one, like I looked up all the rap albums this year, right? They, they mm-hmm. dropped. And I was kind of big on like first week sales. You know what I'm saying? So we got Drake. So Drake's numbers hasn't been out yet. They haven't came out yet because it's okay. just been just a week. Mm-hmm. So based off another question for you. So based off what we've heard so far this year from other artists, who do you think? Well, first and foremost, Drake is projected to sell four hundred and fifty thousand the first week. He's gonna go platinum. Every album he's released has went platinum. Yeah, platinum is a million records. Mm-hmm. But like, based off any other artists has been out this year, who do you think has put up great numbers? Honestly, like numbers wise, I don't know, because that's what I was trying to explain to Charles. It's like we're in such a weird time right now in terms of rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of music is coming out, but it's just one of them. I listen to it uh, and it don't do nothing. And it just it kind of gets lost. Right. So in terms of doing numbers. That's a great question. I'm not sure. Travis Scott. Okay. Most uh, definitely. But you know what? Hold on before you even continue. From my lens, from my perspective, based off of everything that had happened between Astro World and this last project, mm-hmm. I myself set such a high expectation. I listened to it one time. I've never went back to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but even with him, he's kind of in that box too. It's like, he moves crowds across right. the world. Stadiums. So that makes sense. Go ahead. He do. I think he did around close to four fifty the first four hundred and fifty thousand the first week units. I can see that. So I the, can see that. to the next person, it's not gonna surprise you once I tell you post Malone. Oh wow. Post Malone post Malone did over four hundred and forty thousand. Okay. But he has that same type of uh, audience. He's worldwide. Yeah. And I think he has more of a, like, kind of real, like, not a real fan base, but more of a following, too. Yeah. Uh, but when you think about nobody's putting up numbers like that. At all. So, Gunner, great album. I, look, look, I was going to touch on it. That's why I mentioned the Killer Mike thing, but go ahead. 83,000 first week. No features. No features. No promo. No promo. I loved it. You know, which I, I still listen to it. Me too. You know. Daily. So you got, you know, just it's always interesting because I was like like I said, I went back and just kind of just looked at some numbers. Like I was kind of interested to see what even like Quavo did. Cause he dropped. He only did thirty three thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But once you start to piece everything together, it's like, okay, cool. It makes more sense because I feel like with Quavo, he's probably more better off in a group setting. Even though his yeah. first album, Huncho, did like over like eighty thousand or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, Takeoff just dropped. I mean, no, not my bad, not Takeoff, but Offset, Offset just dropped 
this past Friday too. So it's yeah. gonna be interesting to see what he does. But and I'm gonna have to listen. To, I ain't had a chance to listen to that one yet because I saw somebody made a post. It was like uh, Offset and Quavo need to hash out whatever they got going on. Mm-hmm. They sound better together. So that's fair. And but yeah. I'm I'm glad you provided that information because that's kind of similar to where I was going. It was like I'm not a Killer Mike fan. I've never heard a Killer Mike album in my life. Mm-hmm. But of course, power of social media, I heard everybody talk about how great this album was. So when I finally did move around to listening to it, it took me by surprise and I actually enjoyed it. And I listened to it, you know, several times over the course of maybe the first month or two that it came out, but I haven't touched it since. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you have all these people that swear up and down. They want real lyrics. They want real bars. They want real this. But it's like, in my opinion, that's not the type of music that's going to sell out shows. But what's real bars though? Like what is like like what like for real like what is real bars? You know what I'm saying? If we're all in the same our generation of people, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not listening to Rakim. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, like what are real bars? I think it just comes down to the point where it's like, what's in it for me? You know, you know, uh, twelve o'clock midnight, new music drops. He ain't make no song for me. I don't like him now. Like I'm a huge Roddy Rich fan. Like I love Roddy Rich. You know, but I like him more because sonically how he sounds. Sonically, Mm -hmm. going back to Drake, his album, like the transition. I love all the parties with Chief Keith. Like when Chief Keith comes in with the hook, and then. Drake comes back and put the beat in revert, like reverse, and it's just. That's what I'm saying. I was like, bro, like when I really paid attention to what all was happening, mm-hmm. and you start catching all of that in your ear, I'm like, how in the hell did people not like this? And that's one of them things where even I was guilty of it. You know, going back to what I was saying, me listening to music first thing on a Friday morning in the office, six o'clock, I gotta be the first one to react. Right. Oh, this shit is trash, and then by Saturday night. Oh man, I was wrong. So it's like that's the first thought that comes to my mind is like, nah, people are just wanting to react because it's Drake. Right. I feel like Drake is now, you know, again, I do it all the time. I feel like Drake is at that LeBron status. It don't matter what he does, somebody's gonna find fault with it. People love to see you win. They don't want to see you winning though. Ooh, that's, that's a thing. bar. That's the thing. They <laughs> love this. They love to see you win. Cause, you know, okay, yep. Great episode, Adrian. Great win. Oh, 10 great episodes. Hold on, man. You're doing too much. Facts. That's just how it is. Facts. You know, so. And that's why I was just like, bro, like, the versatility is what what we all should appreciate. Right. This man made a record with just house music. Yeah. Okay, that ain't your cup of tea, but guess what? Somebody's listening to it. You talking about the uh, Honestly Nevermind album? Or whatever it was, Yeah. yeah. Went platinum within an hour. That's what I'm saying. It's like the numbers speak for itself. So is the goal to earn money off of your work, off of your craft, or is the goal to make sure you please everybody? Which one is it? Because he's successful at what he does. And it's, I guess it's, it's, I guess when we speak on that question when it comes to Drake, I just feel like from – but so far gone was 2009. He's been consistent, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and not even just every album being platinum. 
he definitely has a kind of a, he associates with his in-house producers a lot, mm-hmm. like 40. Like, that's his main guy, whatever. But it's been the same. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then when it comes to music, a real question is we could really ask people, what is really enough time? Like, what is the time we should take to dissect an album before we give our opinion? You can't yeah. give a real opinion in 24 hours. No. Because like I said, I'm I'm guilty of it. I was one of them people. Did he miss the kick? No, he hit it. Okay. Merlin's tied. I need Merlin to win. I need his parlay to jump. <laughs> I need his parlay to jump. Um, but it's just one of them things where it's like, I really wanted to have this conversation because I don't consider myself a diehard Drake fan, but I will say that I respect his craft. Mm-hmm. I respect what he done or has done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's how I feel about Kobe. Right. I've never been a Kobe fan, but as a fan of basketball, I would be stupid to not respect what Kobe has done, work ethic, approach to the game. Now, I may not agree with, you know, him shooting with three people on him when there's two people open. Right. (laughs) But guess what? He was that gifted to where it don't matter if it was five people on him. Right. He trusts himself that he's going to make that shot. Right. Some people love that. Some people hate it. But, you know, going back to the, the whole Drake thing, it's like, he legit, he could make a greatest hits for each genre of, yeah. or I know I don't want to say genre, but like each group of people, like if these people just love me for my rap, just bars, right? I can put together probably 15 tracks, put it here. These ladies love me for singing. Right. I can make a greatest hits and make it all singing. Yeah. This is techno dance club records. He could make a three disc, Greatest hits. Yeah. You know what? Hey, if anybody sends this to Drake, man, I want credit if you if you use this, dog, because that to me that would be even a, a bigger brilliant idea. Yeah. That's a great idea in my opinion. Like, I think he needs to do a full R and B album though, personally. I think he hasn't done that yet. Ooh. You know. What's your favorite uh track off the album though? My favorite right now. I don't I don't know the names of them. Okay. But it, the one that stood out the most, even the very first day I listened to it in the car, I liked the record with Yachty. Yeah. Like, that stood out to me. Yeah. Now, granted, I'm not the biggest Sexy Red uh, fan or whatever, right. but based on today's music climate, mm-hmm. club records, dance records, that stood out to me. Like yeah. that that hook is gonna stay in your head. Right. And then um what else? Cause like I said, the first listen, everything that I enjoyed was towards the end. Hold on. But then when I went back to it yesterday and I started catching like some of the things that he was saying. Same. And while while yeah. I'm looking it up, I'm gonna ask you this. And it, it may just be me where I'm way left field listening to it, but when I see the title for All the Dogs, everybody assumed that it was going to be a hard rap label, uh, album, whatever. But the more I listen to it, I'm looking at it in terms of dogs for dudes who have multiple women. 
Mm, I never thought about that. If you listen to some of the things that he's saying and some of the bars in terms of him speaking to the female audience in terms of like, I tried to be this type of guy, but based on some of the things that you've done, this is why I'm a dog. That's Go great. back and listen to it. That's I'm a, I, I took it. Go as, back and listen to I it. I took it as like for all the dogs. Honestly, was just like it's just this is for us. Like not for us as him and his friends, his people around him. Uh-huh. Because in most of the songs towards the end, I'm getting more so. Let me just remind you who who I am. Away from home, it just gives me that clear picture of where I came from. Like I'm not gonna act like I didn't come from this to get to where I'm at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, just so. It's one of those things, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember how the hook or whatever it was went, but I'm, I'm looking at the title and I want to say the Bahamas mm-hmm. promises. And it was like something along the lines of you, you mess my trip up or yeah. This. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm listening to this and it's almost kind of like when I see for all the dogs, Mm. women call me and dogs like y'all are dogs y'all this and that that and this that's how i interpreted the project but like i said the the yachty one stood out the chief keith one i liked how they mixed that um i had no idea until the other day when i was listening to joe button them i didn't know that these were classified as uh stamp stamp dates yeah timestamp records timestamp right like i had no idea like I did notice where on every one or almost every one, it's a five a.m. here or this and that's and when that. he really spits though. That's, and that's what I'm saying, like on. just soaking it all in. That stood out. Um, if I had to pick a favorite, I'm going to say the one with with Yachty. Okay. Because, like I said, uh, hold on, I'm pulling up my messages from the family chat from the very mm-hmm. first night. Last week, and like I said, I listened to it over the weekend, and that was my initial reaction. Go ahead while I'm, I'm looking it up. What's what's your favorites? I like the uh, calling for you. Okay. Oh, uh, I like that. I like the sample though. Uh, do you listen to Friday? The artist named Friday. Friday is the I dude. No there was idea. Friday is the artist that's on the hook of God did. They counted us out. Okay. That's him. So his his project's pretty dope. So they sampled his music or whatever. They sampled him in the background for that. I like that one. I like Drill Picasso. Polar Opposites. Um, I mean, I like the majority of it for real, honestly. Uh, of course, the song with Party Next Door and Members Only. So that's, that's <laughs> like, I listen to I listen to Party Next Door more than I listen to Drake. So, And you've always said that. So that, that's fair. You know, you, you stick to that. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, bro, like. I enjoyed the whole thing on the second listen. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is I can't wait to sit down and soak it in because I know it's going to be some more that I pick up. And I'm just saying to myself, it's like, duh. I think it's, it's the, the records sound better when you kind of understand who he may be talking about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So here it is right here. October the 7th at 1.26 p.m. This Drake ain't as bad as y'all make it out to be. The first the first half is mid, but the end bops. And I said, uh, conversation went, 
I effed up with my level of expectation. I said it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad either. This is the very first weekend. And then they was like, oh, it's mid. And I said, out of the last three, I said, this is typical Drake. Like, what expectations could you have possibly had? Here it is right here for your eyes to see. The joint with Yachty is not bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, that stuck out to me. Like, right out the, like, I'm like, okay. But according to Joe Button's them critique and stuff, it's like, why are you working with these type of artists? Yeah. But I'm like, it caters to the music that the younger people listen to right now. And one thing I love about Drake, if you ever noticed, he has no problem putting Yachty's not an up and coming artist, but like uh Tizo Touchdown on Amen, the second song. Mm-hmm. He's from Texas, so he's done music. He's on Travis Scott's album. He's on Don Tolliver's album. He's done songs with Tyler the Creator. He's new and his he has a unique sound. He's good. I like that. Like, mm-hmm. but then you got the whole sexy red. Before the album came out, I didn't think she was gonna be on that album, right? You know what I'm saying? But if you notice, people give her a hard time. I'm one of them. You know, people give her a hard time. But one thing I love about what Drake does is he probably sees it. You know, I'm gonna put you on my album. Shut them all up. Yep. Give them something, you know, give them something more to talk about. But you're gonna make money though. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Let's do that. So Yeah. Real quick, sidebar. Merlin just lost on the field goal. I'm going to hit the button on Merlin. Nah, y'all are trash, man. One of my parlays is done already for the evening. Um, You mentioned Houston. I'm trying to think. It was some song where they slowed it down. They used a Houston sample. Yeah, the Screw. The Screw song. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know the names of okay. it. But like I said, like, that stuck out too. And it's like, if you're really a fan of music, then you should also be able to appreciate all the homage and stuff that he yeah. pays throughout his records. Through the world. About. And it's like, come on, man. Like, to me, again, that's the creativity in it. If you're really a fan of music, as most people claim to be, then you should be able to pick up on some of the samples that's mm-hmm. being used. Mm-hmm. Some of the, you know what I'm saying, the over-the-head bars that's being referenced and things like that. It's like, what more can you ask for from an artist? And the fact that he's able to put out music so frequently, mm-hmm. like, you have to put him in that conversation as one of the best. If you don't like him lyrically or whatever, then fine. That, that's, that's, that's your preference. But in terms of a artist, somebody who does music, I work in the music industry. Shit, you you have to respect the craft. It's kind of like what we said recently on the phone with other yesterday. I was like, you know, anybody can rap. Not everybody can make a song though. More facts. And that's what he's good at. He's good at structuring songs from beginning to end. So I heard you say earlier, you was like. He still hasn't really done a full R and B. If somebody asked you what type of Drake record or album should he put out that you feel like would satisfy 
Like, that's the part that I feel like people don't really take in consideration. I don't when think you anybody has it. that answer. It's just, it's, well, I want this. I want this type of Drake. But what do you want? Do you want songs with him and Jay-Z? Him and Kanye? He's worked with Kanye. He's worked with Jay-Z. He's worked with everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, kind of like you said, like, it's like, what do people want? That's what I'm saying. People, people don't really know. People just want to complain. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, like I, like I, I made a reference on my social media, and it's like I try to word things carefully because I don't want it to sound like I'm anti-black or anti-this or constantly being negative on our community. But I'm saying to myself, I'm like, bro, it ain't like we're the ones selling out his shows anyway. Right. So why are you even setting this bar that his projects should be geared towards us? When we're if he looks if he's standing on stage and he looks out into the crowd, it's not gonna be a crowd of majority us. I have to be able to make music that's gonna cater to everybody in the room, bro. Right. That's like me throwing a retirement party. And I hire somebody to come spin records. I'm not going to ask them to play Lil Yachty, Sexy Red. The age in the room should be 50 and up. Right. So I'm going to cater to the people in the room. If I go to uh, Vegas, I'm in Dreas. I don't expect them to play the Isley Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, So the fact that, guess what? Drake can make music that, that can be played at either or. Right. Like, you got to respect that, bro. Like, I'm sorry. You got to respect it. That's why I wanted to hear Dante's perspective because I know that he has a a different taste for music in a mm-hmm. sense because a lot of the music that he, you know, sends to me and things, it's like, damn, I ain't never even heard of this or I didn't yeah. know this was out. And it's more conscious rap, things like that. And it's like... Drake ain't never really been that. So why 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 do we ask him to be something that he's never been? Yeah. It's one of the I know because Dante sent me music too. So it's like, and, and well, I know one thing I always tell Dante, because the, the music that he always sends me, they would be great live performers. Okay. They're great. Like if I was to watch these people perform live, they would be great live performers because just the instruments, the lyrics, it just it flows perfectly. Mm-hmm. It does. That's know? fair. So, but it's just like if you're not listening to Drake, who are you listening to? That's not the question. Who are you listening to? That's the that's the biggest question that needs to be asked. That's why I kept saying, I ain't gonna say I kept saying, but I referenced the Killer Mike because when it first dropped, this is real music. This is real hip hop. This is a real dope album. And you fast forward, it's not gonna stand time. Right. That ain't gonna be a project that you're like, fifteen years from now. It, you still listening to it. Not to me in a sense. Cause like I said, that's just, it was dope. I, I loved it, but the world has moved on. Have you heard anybody in the last 30 days? say, hey, bro, it's killer. Mike still bangs. I didn't hear the whole album. So I can tell you, I listen to music every day. So, you know, I, I, I love new artists and stuff like that. I, I didn't listen to the whole album. I listened to like, I, I kind of skimmed through it, but the, 
he had great quality songs and like that. But I think also too the story behind the project where he funded his whole project. So I definitely mm-hmm. respect that and the time, the effort, the energy on that. So, and that's why I'm a I'm gonna argue until uh twelve thirty one. 23 11 59 59 i feel like for 2023 i feel like gonna mm-hmm. has the best album yeah like it does not get old to me i get it that's well, my personal opinion gym. if you want me to hit the button y'all thumbs up let me know in the comments i honestly feel like gonna has the best project and that came out shit it was before I even went on the cruise, so it had to have been what, three months ago, maybe. What's up? Early summer or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I went on the cruise in July. Okay, so it had to have been. You know what? I'm tripping. It's all at the fingertips, hell. <laughs> it's all at the fingertips. Cause look, it's at the top of my list, bro. Like mm-hmm. I still listen to it on a regular. It came out June 16th. That's what I'm saying. I was like, bro, like. The whole flight, I'm listening to Gunner. On the flight back, I'm listening to Gunner. In the car, I'm listening to Like, everywhere I go, like, that comes on. And when he, you know, tried to dip his foot in the water and perform, it was in what, New York, New right? New York, and he did one in uh, L.A. too. I'm saying to myself, like, the energy in the crowd, you could feel it. It wasn't no standing around. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just had a good time. And right. that's the part. Now, not to keep rambling, we'll get off here. But I'm saying to myself, going back to Drake, it's like, you have to be able to create music that you know people are going to have a good time. If I'm going to ask people to pay their hard-earned money to come see me perform, then I want people to leave with an experience. Experience. Not just coming in and everybody just standing around and this and it's like I don't want to hear you yelling in the mic all night. Like put on a show. Yeah. And I feel like his music, his catalog allows him to put on a show. It, it takes you places mentally. His music Facts. does. Facts. And I also feel like his biggest consumer are women. Yeah, definitely. At least eighty percent, probably. At least. Well, more than 70% for sure. And we all know it's more women on this planet than it is right. men. So, again, that's his recipe. Why would I change it? Why would I change my formula when I know more women are going to buy my tickets, buy my merch, right? throw the bras on the stage, <laughs> <laughs> throw the bras on the stage, all of that. That's why I was just like, I get it. Going back to Joe Button real quick and then we done. I get it. That's his formula. That's his right. format. That's the people that sit in the room with him and things like that. And it's like this this circle, all these people in this room, I would appreciate it more if he would have done this. I would appreciate it more if he would have done that. And to me, all the things that they're suggesting, he's never done. And it's not to go too deep, like you said, we're going to wrap it up. But the whole thing with Joe Button is like, you know, Joe Button is a great rapper though like i he's a great rapper, like all the mood mood music and stuff like that and he even came out and said because you know you know his biggest hit was pump it up yeah he didn't want to do that record that wasn't his style that was the label telling him to do it mm-hmm. but you got someone like drake no i got my own formula and it works but guess what guess why pump it up was a, a, the <laughs> big, biggest record is because hell it catered to the whole room right 
it catered to the whole room, and it's like, come on, man. Like, everybody appreciated that song. Even when it comes on, it's like, there's no way you can hear that and right. not bob your head. But anyway, it's just like, dog, like, I wanted to have the conversation because, again, I'm big on when are we going to appreciate longevity? Mm-hmm. I feel like now with, with social media and all of these different outlets where everybody can put their opinions out, you know, myself included, we don't appreciate what's really happening because we don't have time to soak it all in. We're just ready to put something out there. Right. You literally said out of your mouth, 2009. I remember you saying it, 2009. Yeah. It's 2023. Yeah, he's done at least 14, 15 years consistently, though. So it's like, appreciate the artist. Appreciate the work. My guy's going into year 21, and right. it's like, people are still ripping that. Like, at this point, it's like, bro, nothing negative should be said. This is just the icing on the cake, in my opinion. He's just trying his best to prolong until he can play with his son. And to me, that's the cream of the crop. Right. But to just sweep 21 years or 20 years under the rug as if it never happened, and we're just going to keep continuing to critique every little thing that you do, it's like, come on, bro. Like, I mean, but he didn't have to change his clothes and eat on the bench at the halftime. <laughs> <of the show. laughs> he, he didn't have to do that. Bro, look, when I saw that this morning, because I stayed up till 2.30, Watching Dion them, and when I finally saw it, I was like, "Bro, if I was on that court playing, I would be pissed. Like, really, bro? You gonna go and take a shower and come out? You eating, and we still out here working? Like, nah, bro. We <laughs> He's earned but it though. That's twenty years, man. Hey, I do what I want to, man. Great conversation, Doc. I appreciate. It. Thanks. I for definitely me. appreciate you pulling up, man. Like, I enjoy this. I enjoy it. Like, nothing too, you know. what I'm saying over the top, just. Conversation. conversation but it's just like i mean just like you said, just appreciate people's music while we can exactly you know what i'm saying just appreciate it like exactly and at this point i want him to beat mike mm-hmm. these are times where we're talking about things that we've never seen right mike was already here when we was born he had already done a lot of his work by the time we were old enough to understand mm-hmm. the Thriller album and this and that. It's like, that was a living legend. We're watching a living legend. Like, we're we're watching it in real time, and maybe that's the part that we don't, we don't understand. Right. So, good stuff. Y'all know the routine, man. Hit the subscribe, uh, subscribe button. Uh, appreciate those that have copped a hoodie. Y'all got to excuse some of the chicken wing grease I got on here. <laughs> but uh, this is going to be the uh, the hoodies for this season. And then the uh, all I need is one mic. Got a couple orders for that. So, again, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Anything else you want to throw out? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me as always. Definitely, man. We got to do this more often, dog. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh. Good luck on your parlays if they still open. Yeah, they Everybody checking their phones, good, looking at the TVs. Right now, Everybody looking to see what's going on. Plus, Louisville should be on by now, man. Oregon came back. Okay. Yeah, I got him on a big TV over here. Yeah, Oregon came back. Okay. So, yeah, so good stuff, man. We out.
ass toasted. No competition, I'm Nisha Coastal.